day 265 welcome back to the windows and mirrors podcast my name is keith i'm john and this is a podcast where we're trying to show you that the bible is more like a window than it is a mirror we come to it to see through it and to see god not to it to primarily look at it and see ourselves all right acts chapter five yeah yeah so 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 much uh going on in this section i think yeah. Acts, but I think this section is interesting because it comes on the heels of the feeling of the spirit of the community in Acts 4. Right. So Peter's going to come to Ananias and Sapphira and say, yo, why has Satan filled mm. your heart right. to lie to the Holy Spirit and speak back and keep back part of the proceeds of the land. So basically, I don't ever want to hear nobody say that the God of the Old Testament and God of the New Testament are different <laughs> right? <laughs> because God is not playing in this text. Right. right? Yeah. Similar to the ways that he it's kind of, you know, uh, quick to judge in the Old Testament. We see something similar here. Right. But what God is doing for context is trying to protect the purity of the community. Right. He's trying to c- protect this early, that like the church is just getting off the ground. Right. And God wants to protect that. And these folks, Ananias and Sapphira, didn't have to, listen, they didn't have to put anything in. There was no ob- no obligation to give There's at no the end of four. Bro. Joseph sold his whole joint. Yeah. The folks like, yo, look at Joseph. Man, he's a- <laughs> <laughs> that's a good dude. Just giving all of his stuff and you yeah, just man. see that like yeah, that it's that th- just that subtle craving that same type of approval and affirmation or at least that's what it seems like. Mm-hmm. And yeah, yeah, yeah. Peter's like, yo, Y'all didn't even have to give nothing. Y'all didn't have to give nothing. Y'all wanted the honor without the sacrifice, mm. right? And that's what Peter is saying and getting mad at. And he's saying it's deceptive. Right? Right. It's deception. And so that's why he says Satan. That's why he brings up Satan because Satan is the ultimate deceiver. Right. right. And so whenever we participate in a subtle deception that way, man, we are perpetrating the works of the evil one. And so that's what, man, Peter is getting upset with here. Um, and these folks drop dead. And this is a warning to us. Yeah. <laughs> right. To not to deceive God's people, the church, the leaders in the church, all those sorts of things. Um, what? Uh, yeah, yeah. So what I love is it's counterintuitive. So you would think mm-hmm. that takes place. Folks in the back row would be like, yo, I'm getting out of here, man. Things are wild. <laughs> Things are right. wild. But it's actually the respect for the church grows because people see like, oh, these aren't just a bunch of scammers and hustlers. These are Mm. people that are really serious about that. And we get another progress report. The church Mm. starts to grow. It increases in number. We think holding people to a, a standard of accountability and holiness is going to drive folks away but in a sense like it's actually counterintuitive the more time that we spend on that the more that we attract people who actually have respect for our god yep and later you see that man they're they're faithful they stay faithful and they get thrown in jail again right they get they get thrown in jail then they get broken out by an angel sanhedrin comes and is like yo what y'all on like what why are y'all disobeying and peter's like yo man like we got to obey God, right? Rather right. than people, yeah. right? And he talks about, you know, he preaches the gospel to him. And man, you know, one of the things I think that I picked up from this text was that generally speaking, we obey, right, the law. Right. right? We don't, yeah. you know, <laughs> go out just breaking the law, stealing stuff, like, yo, and then be like, man, I got to obey God. That's why I ain't, no, no, no. Right. But 
Peter is saying here, I think that Christians ought to live in such a way, not that we purposely break the law, but that we live in such a way that disrupts the political structures of our day, mm. right? So like Acts, you're going to see over and over, the people who are in power have a problem with the people who are of the church. Because y'all, because right? they don't get in line. They don't they follow don't, the incentive structure that's laid out. They don't follow that. And it right. disrupts, right? right? the structures of the day. And I just think that's a, a amazing way to live. This alternative witness, I, um, theologians may say, um, of the church, man, who who are so committed to God that even if it means disobeying right. the laws of the land, right? Yeah. Um, they're, they're committed to dis- to obeying God. So yep. I thought that was excellent. Yeah. Um, yep. So the Sanhedrin's about to do all that they can to unseat it and Gamaliel says yo hey y'all chill listen I've seen this before some young buck rise up they try to do it take out the guy at the head right cut off the head of this snake and the body's gonna fall off right and so he brings up these accounts of these insurrections that have gone on but then he says but wait y'all uh man if we cut off the head of this joint and it yeah. and the body still moves and goes on mm-hmm. we've got to know this isn't some man-made thing this is something that's from god right and that's what's most impactful like he kind of uh gives this thesis statement or shows what the book of acts is trying to do this is right. a god movement jesus mm-hmm. left the people that previously run the people that previously ran away from people that weren't chasing them are now carrying forward this movement to the point where even when they're beaten and set free peter and them aren't mad that they got beat but they actually leave rejoicing because they say look we're actually living this thing like jesus did and the way that they could do that is because they're filled with the same spirit that jesus was filled with so Absolutely. now things change and they're empowered to do that same work. Absolutely. Act six, ethnic tensions start to rise up. You have these Jews who are both, or some who are Hellenistic and some who are Hebraic. Hellenistic meaning they were more Greek influenced. And so you have uh, some of the widows not being looked looked after. And the apostles, you know, again, early church movement, think about it. You just planted the church, things are starting to get off the ground. Right. And now, all of a sudden you have widows who are being mistreated and left out and you see the apostles like yo like let's raise up these men these deacons who 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 are committed to serve they raise up stephen stephen's going to have a prominent role right and the thing i love about it and i think i remember this from your book bro is that they pray right yeah. like they have these issues that rise up in the church and the thing that i don't think we've highlighted at a time but is prayer like yep. they they go before the lord over and over again about what they ought to do and how they ought to uh, adjudicate situations that are just so unique and new, right? This is the first adjudicate. time. Adjudicate. That's a fantastic word, bro. Yeah. Just yeah. like, <laughs> like, like that's the thing. Like they're amidst all of this, they're still right. wholly dependent on the Holy Spirit and the God who has sent them out. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And what we see here is not this like overt act of racism, but what we mm-hmm. just see is this like, overlooking of minorities people that are at the margins but Mm -hmm. the disciples say no this is such a big deal they know that this simple act of neglect 
can lead to major spiritual disunity and that if anything's going to threaten to tear the church apart it's not the oppressors from the outside but it is um negligence that takes place from the inside so they bring the whole church together and they set this structure up and one of the things that you'll see is that um all the names of the deacons they establish are greek names they're hellenistic names so Mm -hmm. they actually tip the scales in favor of the group that was overlooked to ensure that it doesn't happen again in the future right some of the subtleties that uh take place here all right we're already at nine minutes and there's so much good good stuff in to, acts yeah. yeah so so basically in act seven this guy stephen or in the act six stephen gets raised raised up one of the guys um that was one of the seven um and basically he's a man full of faith and holy spirit and he starts doing the signs and again it provokes the jews right right they, they get upset with him and all this stuff and they accuse him of blasphemy right of not uh you know, of of desecrating, like going against the temple and the law of Moses, everything right. they accuse Jesus of. Right. <laughs> and Stephen's gonna get up and preach the 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 toughest sermon, bro. The longest joint in the Book of Acts, bro. Yeah. Yo. And I, go ahead. Okay. No, so, really quick, uh, if you've tracked with us for the, for the past nine months and you read this. Now you're like, oh, it makes sense. Now I get it. Stephen basically summarizes the Old Testament and applies it to what goes on right Mm. now, bro. And so it's like the wild thing that I thought about this was like Peter's sermon in Acts 2 was all right. Yeah, yeah, it was dope, right? (laughs) Yeah. And he gets 3,000 people in megachurch. Stephen's sermon in Acts 7 is tough. Mm. And he gets stoned, right, and killed. So we, it helps us to evaluate what we think of in terms of success or fruitfulness, right? That even with Stephen, Mm. it's this sense of, no, 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 no. There was a sense of faithfulness, a unique sense of God's pleasure. We're faithful and do what God calls us to do. Sometimes it may lead to a mega church. (laughs) Sometimes Mm -hmm. it may lead to being buried under rocks that are hurled at you. Yeah, it's crazy because, man, I think his main point is the same way that the fathers rejected the right. leaders that God rose up then, the the Josephs, the Moseses, the same thing is happening now right. with him and the apostles. Like, y'all are doing the exact same thing. Yeah. And he's like, y'all are worried about the temple. God appeared to Abraham in Mesopotamia before there was a temple. Right. And then, yo, y'all went to the wilderness. And remember, they had the tabernacle. Right. Folks still was worshiping golden calves. Right. So, honestly, <laughs> you know. Uh, a temple or a tabernacle doesn't secure the obedience right guys think right yeah, yeah and so he's going to just go in and in and in and like you said he dies right he gets right. killed he says father uh you know i entrust my spirit kind of like jesus says <sighs> same him. same joint bro yeah and yeah like like literally bro you just see the hardness what's going on is the hardness of israel right, right. we still see the hardness of heart of israel even after all the whole old testament we went through right. the whole jesus narrative we went through right and israel is still hard and they're still rejecting the god right acts, acts eight, eight bro i love this part right because it's like all right god says uh the spirit's gonna come on you and you're gonna be my witnesses in mm-hmm. jerusalem judea samaria 
to the uttermost parts of the world. How's mm -hmm. that going to take place? Things blow up in Jerusalem and it's great, but it's actually through persecution that yeah. God is going to spread his word. So Acts 8, 4 says, so they were scattered and they went on their way preaching mm -hmm. the word. And then the next place they head to is Samaria, yo. And it's like, as a result of their persecution, the Samaritans receive great joy and the spirit mm. comes and you see God continuing, right, to advance his glory in the world along the highway and the road of persecution and trouble. Persecution and trouble aren't roadblocks to God's plans, right? That roadblock has been shattered and turned into the very pavement along which the gospel travels. Bro, literally the thing that comes up here and all throughout the act, book of Acts is man's attempt to annihilate God's plan and God's kingdom right. only leads to the advancement That's of it. God's plan That's and it. God's kingdom. Every single time, same thing. Yeah. One of the things we got to hit, Philip, Ethiopian unit. Yes. Right. Come on. Have to hit it. So right. basically we have this guy, Philip, who was one of the seven that was chosen in Acts 6. Yep. And he meets this eunuch who was probably and most likely a Gentile proselyte, right. meaning right. he was a God fearer. He was a Gentile who feared the God of the Jews. He was right. on his way to Jerusalem for the feast. And, you know, he's reading the text. He's reading scripture. Right. And what does Philip do? Philip preaches the gospel to him from the Old Testament. We right. need to learn how to preach the gospel from the Old Testament. Yeah. And I think I heard, um, I think Matt Smith has said this before, but he says the gospel went to Africa before it even went to Europe. All right. So this is bro yeah so i look the first gentile the first listen the first gentile christian was an african all right now Come this on, is bro. huge right all right because there's some folks out there that would be like yo christianity is a white man's religion and mm. it's like wait a minute right people tend to assume no africa was only evangelized because it was colonized however mm. there is one sub-saharan african country that has never been colonized by Europeans. Do you know what that mm. is? Mm. Ethiopia. Wow. Do you know what the largest religion in Ethiopia is? Mm. Christianity. Absolutely. So the one sub-Saharan African country that was not colonized by Europeans is mm. heavily Christian. So if mm. you're gonna say Africa was only influenced because of um, uh, European influence, then that just don't add up, right? Mm, and mm. He, even in right the Gospel of Acts, we see this testimony. It seems like, oh, they got it right, right from the source. So mm, yeah, just mm. those small uh, providences of God that help to answer questions that are yeah are help to answer objections that are 2000 years in the making right yeah. So, yeah and this this gentile african is the forerunner for what's going to happen throughout the rest of the book right, right. the gospel is going to go to the gentiles uh because of the rejection uh of the gospel by the jews and we just see man like god wants a multi-ethnic family of all the nations of the world nobody is excluded everybody's included amen uh, let's pray. God, we thank you for your special kindness and uh, the way that you use rejection and tragedy to fuel your great work. 
uh, help us to have that same confidence as we go through our day today. It's in Jesus' name we pray. Amen.